0: if you're a fan of the sly guy podcast and want that extra little bit of slyness in your life every week what you can do is get on your phone or your computer or if you're really fancy your smart tv go to www.patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast for some more tidbits i don't know if it's tidbits or tidbits either way if you like tid or you like tits they're there on Patreon, forward slash Sly guy Podcast. There's a bonus weekly podcast. There's additional podcast series. Including um, the Serial Killing podcast. The Champions League of Weird. And Dog Walks with Davy, Which is a revelation over there. People seem to love it. But it's weird. Anyway, there's other things there. Sketches, videos, bits of stand-up. Lots more coming up whenever this guy goes full-time. So look forward to it and get to patreon support the podcast and we get new stuff like for example this wee orange wire that we got just to make it look a wee bit fancier probably shitter quality than the black one but hey looks good patreon.com Slag guy I'm the Slack guy podcast here hold on a second what's that Oh, welcome to the podcast you fuckers and that's that's the most aggressive start that I've actually um, done this podcast in a while, by the way, why I've still got the wire in, I'll tell you why I've still got the wire in, why I was allowed to start like that, why I was allowed to swear, it's because the snake rat's not here today, we've got a special guest producer in to help, I still want to say to help the show, I don't know if it's to help, it's to save the show, because the snake rat has fucked me a week out of the biggest show of my life. I need this podcast to sell the last remaining tickets. So whoever called in, who's the man to fill the hole of the snake rat? It's none other than the butt lord. Aaron Butler, welcome to Behind the Camera.
1: Th- thank you very much. If you want, you can refer to me as the saviour.
0: The saviour. I, like, I prefer the butt lord. I prefer the butt lord. Right. And um, I, I, I was going to say behind the camera. It's, I nearly said behind the candelabra. Either way, um, it's effective. So welcome. And how does it feel to be sitting in the seat of um, the, the man who has let me down a lot this week?
1: It's just, you know what? There are people that will let you down in life. And that's just that's just a fact, you know what I mean. And uh, you know who your true friends are when yeah. it comes to the week before your Ulster hall show, and who actually does the po- produce the podcast for. It. And that's all. I don't want not throwing shade at anyone in particular. Just saying, there's c-
0: there's certain producers out there that just don't like, I mean, don't like show up. It, it it is fair, and I must say that I did um I did a couple of. I mean, fucking interviews, whatever, last week um, in the press. Fucking interviews. Fucking interviews, yeah, all that's my right. fucking interviews. And yeah. um, to promote uh, the Ulster Hall Show. I did some newspapers, whatever. And I did, one of them didn't know of of me at all. One of the guys, it was like, he me, picks up the phone, he goes, he goes, right dickhead. I don't fucking, I don't have a fucking, I don't have a waltz clue and fuck who you are. I mean that's a weird way to speak and aggressive, but he's like, "Aye, so so start from the beginning." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I where were you born?" On? And I was like, fucking in the Ulster Hospital, like what?" The- Aye, and then and then I was like, "What's this guy?" Go- I'm doing a show in the Ulster Hall. That's that's all you need to know. And then he's like, "I heard you do a wee radio show in your room or whatever." And I was like, "Podcast." And he goes, "Aye, so." He asked me what it was about, and and again, you know, when you just get into the vibe of of chatting to people, you just sometimes tell the truth, and then sometimes you lie, sometimes you get a bit annoyed, because sometimes in your head you're an egomaniac, and you think people should know who you are, especially when they're interviewing you, but anyway, I told him that my podcast was a current affairs podcast, and I said that it was also uh, acted as a motivational podcast, so the guy was like, fucking fair, now, did he put that in, in writing? No, but... I did say to him that it was a motivational podcast and a current affairs podcast. So what I want to say straight off the bat, you've just come in with some motivation to let people know how life can, in fact, be a little bit shit sometimes.
1: The, uh, the, I think uh, you can class this as a motivation podcast. Yeah, can, It could be a current, like you could label yeah. this. You could label this any sort of podcast you want. You know, a trans rights movement podcast. No, no, that, yeah. it's not a no. trans right no. podcast. Right,
0: no. I'm sorry, anti-trans. <laughs> No, either. It's, oh. it's not. It's It doesn't identify as pro or negative anything. Neutral. It's, it's a neutral it's a ju- trans. It's a, tra- it's a neutral anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a neutral. The neutral podcast. It's the Switzerland of podcasts. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, de- as delicious as chocolate mm-hmm. and and as, as neutral as, as that. Yeah, it's a very neutral podcast. But listen, it, it's current affairs. And I just sometimes I say things on this podcast that sometimes get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Other times I say things in this podcast that startle people at my knowledge. And are you ready for some knowledge? Please. And because it's a current affairs podcast, there, um, I know a lot of people don't want me to talk about this because it's sort of, it's going kind of quietly in the background here. But there's currently a trial going on of um friend of the show, Jeffrey Epstein's ex-partner before his death, Gillian Maxwell. And I just want to predict on this podcast, she's getting off. You think she's going to get away? She's getting off. Scott three. She's getting off. She is getting off in the court of law. Mm. She's going to get murdered when she gets out, and it'll be suicide. But she will. She will get off.
1: Right. And what makes you think that?
0: Well, I've been uh, just you know following the trial, and a lot of the a lot of the evidence is very flawed. A lot of the prosecution is flawed, and the defense is really pitching it that she is in fact, you know, a bit of a meek lady who was just led astray by by Jeffrey Epstein. So they have it.
1: Mm and uh' mm. how's your how's your two kids
0: <laughs> are my two kids <laughs> yeah
1: I mean, I mean, by because I just think you're so involved in the Epstein case that you've probably not seen them for the last few weeks.
0: Listen, you're a one off producer of this podcast. Never use the phrase you're involved in the Epstein case. That (laughs) makes people think, you know, I've stated in jest on this podcast Mm. that I went to the Epstein Island Mm. with Tim McGarry. Mm. I didn't. I left him the city airport for Tim to go. Yeah, Tim went there and he brought Jake with him and then they fell out in the island and that's why Jake's Jake's not in the game anymore. Yeah. They fell out. They took two different sides and that's why. Well, um did I you was see they,
1: they released the I seen this on TikTok today where I get all my news. The they released that Epstein had flight logs over in Dublin. Yeah. So, did you know that? Were yeah, you, because I was, you're deep in. Yeah,
0: because what actually happened, I made a balls up because Shane Todd actually gave me the bo- flight booking to chauffeur Tim and Jake too, mm. and he gave you the, the wrong airport. terminal. Yeah, probably so and you had to run to the he, next terminal. You no, know, he told me to go to the to the the inter- or the the city airport, but it was actually Dublin, so they had to get a, a bus from the city, mm. to Dublin, and there you have it. That and that's it is what it is, and th- that that some people, as I say, current affairs. Insider scoop. There's some comedy insider scoop for you, you know, and then here's another answer for you. Why am I? Why have I now a veteran of of the comedy scene never been asked to be in the blame game?
1: Well, what would you want to get? Do you you want to tell us
0: why you think? Because Because I know too much. That's fair. So if I go on there, you'll you'll let I'll let loose. Mm. I'll say one thing and the next thing you know, I'll be found dead in my garage hanged from industrial strength rope. <laughs> and there you have it. I don't want to say any more, but that's it. But you've heard it here first. I've people call me, I don't know cuz I know you don't really listen to this podcast, which is fair enough respect one best friends. So doesn't doesn't matter. But I actually do. I dabble, I dabble. This is
1: the, the one of the most local... This is the one of the podcasts I listen to most, of the yes, most local podcasts. Now, is it about once a month, and it's uh-huh. for, like, maybe 30 minutes? Yeah.
0: But do you enjoy it when you're on? Oh, you yeah, enjoy I do. I do. Yeah. So yeah. What, what I, you might know, you might know, then, that I've been referred to by listeners before as Nostradamus. I've made many mm. predictions that have come to light. Yeah. So I also predicted on my Patreon podcast that Cal Rittenhouse would get off for his trial of shooting people. Got off. I don't even know who that is. He was I, a guy, basically a young, white mm. man. I like him. And he shot <laughs> I like him. some I like him. people who are not white at a rally. Mm-hmm. Now, what had happened, there's some people are like, this is a disgrace, he got off. Is this a local boy? No, this is in the United States of America. Oh, right. If it was here, like, people just get shot here, just to get kneecapped, and they go, well, I deserve that. And in America, it's all a big fuss. Mm. But um, he basically went to this rally, but brought, like, a sub- submachine gun with him. And Then to be fair, he got it. He got attacked by some people and then instead of just being like get off me He killed him with his gun so people are like excessive night. Should he have been at the rally with his gun? No, mm. but then he shouldn't got attacked either because I wouldn't attack someone with a gun, you know It's loopy but he got off and and Gillian's, get, Gillian's getting off as well.
1: And when when does she get off? What
0: what's like the date of when does this all finish? I just think she's going to be totally exonerated. I think it is. no 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 no. The the case will carry on for quite a while. Mm. What else has also happened, which I think discredits a lot of a lot of people, is everyone so far that's been on to give evidence has received large sums of money. So mm. the defense is like. So hmm.
1: from the blame game
0: <laughs> yeah, from the blame game. Um, <laughs> so they it's budgets gotta go somewhere. Who's ringing me here when I'm in the middle of the podcast. My mother. Oh, no. Hold on a second. Are you going to answer this? I should. Hold on. Hello, mother. No, I'm in the middle of a live podcast, which is getting recorded right now. So, um, that's okay. Well, I'll tell you what, you can hold that thought and I'll ring you on my way home. God bless. Bye. That's mm-hmm. my mother, just, I mean, very, very open-ended question. She just rang me and went, someone from The Blame Game has called at our house. Uh, <laughs> there's producers from the show. And uh, what's mm-hmm. it about? And I was just like, listen, I'll find you way home. Mm-hmm. So both my parents are unfortunately probably going to commit suicide tonight.
1: They've got eyes and ears
0: everywhere. there, like eyes and ears. Oh, my days. But yeah, they're there. Um, and they just wanted to know why. So there you have it. But no, what was it what was saying there before I got so startled? Because mm-hmm. initially, I thought it was going to be someone to help me promote this gig, and mm. I was, I, and I could feel the blood in my skin. Yeah, you know, I could feel my blood going from my heart to my face, and I was getting angry. Mm-hmm. I was like, "So help me God, I don't want to hear from you today." Yeah, but yeah. So what was I saying before? That? You but were saying right, about
1: Jolene. Uh, yeah, she's going to get off scot-free, but you also yeah. Think it's I mean, rude.
0: I don't think she's going to get off scot-free. Mm. Let me say, I think her reputation is solid. Right. I don't think she's going to be able to, you know, throw these parties like she once did. I don't no. think, you know. Her, her housewarming parties will be getting the same level of interest, let's just say. I don't think she'll want to host them anymore. No, I it. mean, have you ever, like, you, you're a man who's recently moved into your own house. Yeah. Have you hosted a party yet? Of no kind. No. And I don't plan to. It's stressful. All right, I've hosted a couple of parties in my time, yeah. and the, this, let alone high, like elite high end, like people like Bill Clinton, Tim McGarry at your parties, mm-hmm. that's different, you know. So, um, what I should do also while I'm here is take my my earphones out because. Well, I thought you had those yeah, in
1: because you were listening to
0: something. No, I, I know. I mean, it would be very unprofessional, but I just forget now. See, it's the thing with AirPods; mm. you don't even know they're there. And this is why. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, it was quite well known in the '80s, Terminator. I think
1: I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, well, a few what times. it
0: said in The Terminator was that, that effectively humans and machines will become one, mm-hmm. and then machines will take over the Skynet, whatever else. Um, and I just want to say that nowadays we all are part computer.
1: You think The Terminator is becoming, you think fictional movie The Terminator is becoming a part of I mean, your
0: life? I feel fictional movie The Terminator, a lot of it's true. And you know what the first <laughs> step towards The Terminator becoming a, a real thing was? Mm. Self service checkouts. Putting people out of jobs.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the prequel, I think, that they the comic then, book. Yeah,
0: like for example, back in the day. I mean, it's probably wrong to suggest that this particular um nah, ethnic- race of people, ethnicity of people, um nationality of people do this, but the Japanese were wild keen on you know, used like they like the bomb people. You know, mm. during the wars, like getting their planes go to the bomb, like the bomb Pearl Harbor. Actually, today's I believe the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. R.I.P. Mm. Been to Pearl Harbor, paid my respects um but they used to go in bomb places, you know they used to go in yeah. they used to actually become kamikaze, they used to like lay down their lives to cause carnage to other people Now I like that level of, of hate you know I like that level of vindictiveness and vengeance that they would lay down sometimes I would do that hmm. you know I would lay down my own life for vengeance on certain types of people like sea swimmers. I would go in with a suicide vest if I had to yeah, but nowadays people went those guys. Those Japanese are mm. a bit mad. Mm. The Japanese go a bit far, you oh, know. Yeah. So then, what they said is, we can make drones to go into their bombing force, so we don't even have to be there. So you have people like you mm-hmm. with your tech skills, mm-hmm. just just whacking off fucking half of the Middle East like
1: drone strikes. Yeah, is what you're talking. And about? who
0: predicted that? that? Terminator James Cameron and the Terminator, And yeah, the fictional movie, the Terminator. Yeah. So my point is, people are going. No, day to day, we're not. We're not machines. Mm. What's this? It's mm. a machine. I am coming into this mic. You're over there coming well, into the mic. No, and you're I'm not phones. coming into the mic. No, um, I don't care. These, like, could you, li- could you live a day to day life without your mobile phone? I could, but it wouldn't be you as couldn't. it wouldn't be as nope. uh, f- functional. You couldn't. Uh, you, you could live a life, but not the life you live, my friend.
1: Well, I couldn't live. There's a no. lot of things I couldn't have. Like that live I've been in life. your
0: house, mm. and you know, a lot of people lose their mind about. Um, Alexa? No, a lot of people lose their mind about the injections and say the government. Your house is wired by Skynet. You've got an Alexa. Oh, yeah. She is the number one Skynet bitch.
1: I invade in random forms of mm-hmm. technology so people can spy on me. I'm I'm yeah. I'm open to it. Yeah, but I'm you open. and you
0: have you've have one of those doorbells, don't you? I have a ring doorbell. A ring doorbell. I have
1: three Alexa devices mm-hmm. around the house. I have smart bulbs everywhere. It's just it's like if Skynet I, called it. I'm like Tony Stark, I'm like the Avengers. I'm like Tony right? Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Tony the Tiger.
0: Yeah, just but I just think um that nowadays like things do come true. James Cameron's the original Nostradamus, even though he was born many years later, but mm. he called it all in the Terminator and I'm just happened to call it with this trial. I believe she'll get off scot-free. Also my point being that Everyone that they've cross-examined got a lot of dough, and they're like, hmm, why would you take the dough? And knock? You know what I mean? Hmm. You seem to be all right about taking the dough, and they're all like, well, I wasn't all right about it, but, I mean, it was a hefty amount of dough. Mm. And what I think has happened there is that old Jeffrey um, has been a little bit, he, he, was, a, he was definitely a sly guy. Yes. Like, he took a lot of footage, you know, a lot of hidden cameras, mm. a lot of leverage against a lot of powerful people. Mm-hmm. And now look where it got him, dead. Yes. Suicide, yes. RIP.
1: Yeah, well, don't say RIP. RIP, maybe. rest in
0: peace, they, we don't wait. God, uh, like what is it that all the smicks have tattooed on their arms, only God can judge me, their son's name, that's what a lot of them have called their sons, <laughs> only God. God can judge me, but, but only yeah, God can judge me, so, you know, I I think that the God will judge Jeffrey Epstein, Right, and yeah. how do you think he'd judge him? Depends on what he pays him, really. <laughs> I mean, or what he offers him. But listen, I'm heaven sure heaven tokens, heaven tokens, the work, like the works. Mm. You know, crypto in heaven. He might have an island up there. God might have an island. Be like, listen, Jeffrey. All I'm saying is, you run the island. Mm. We'll be dead on. Now, is that blasphemous? Possibly yeah, but you know another thing that I was going to make a joke about there. And I'm glad I didn't I was gonna say that in some other religions mm-hmm. people make jokes about certain things and then people go and kill them about it So I don't want anyone to kill me over that. Ha- all right, it wouldn't be pleasant. No kids
1: I think you'll be all right. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, like uh here, a, s- a teacher in France told a story in a class about I don't even want to say because I'm scared of it about the, 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 the a god in another religion and what happened was um, the pupil's dad came in to the school with a machete and cut the teacher's head off and like getting your head cut off is not ideal you don't it's not like getting shot sometimes Mm. you survive being shot if your head if this head if your head comes off your body the band-aid won't solve that. You they know? can't reattach it, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean Taylor Swift said band aids don't fix bullet holes. They also don't fix decapitations. You, uh, but for you to get decapitated, they're gonna need like it's gonna yeah. take a lot. It's gonna be. A I mean, listen, day. you're gonna have to ha- you're gonna have to hire landscape gardeners. You're yeah, gonna have yeah. to get them, in. they're gonna have to get tree. They'll, they'll come in and be like, we can't actually cut, cut mm. this neck. We're gonna have to get a tree surgeon. Yeah. And then it's gonna be it's a thick old neck. So you'll
1: be alright because they'll just look at mm. and go, ah, fuck it. We nah. can't be annoyed with. And I would just videos. be getting sore.
0: You know, I'd just yes. be getting hurt with it. I'd yeah. be trying to stop it, ah! Huh? Yeah, and then exactly. th- Yeah, they couldn't do it. You know, they'd need, like, you know, everyone's granny has one of those electric cutters mm. and it always looks brown. Mm-hmm. It's like, just the handle's like this brown plastic. This is nice And they've had it since before you were born, probably to cut fucking hams and yeah. turkeys and all. And so you can make fun of any <clears throat> religion,
1: is what I'm saying, and be
0: fine about it. All I'm saying, listen, religion, mm. people. <laughs> well, there you go. Every religion preaches certain things. My religion is a religion of love, openness, and silliness. That's lovely. I think you should be allowed to be silly about things. I think you should allowed to make jokes about things. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, my heart's in the right place. Yes. And I think, as a religious person, you shouldn't say, it's fair to kill someone based on your, that's sly. Mm. You know? But yet again, before the Terminator, mm-hmm. before the Skynet, a little old book called the Bible. That's right. Said, mm-hmm. the world will end due to a war of their religions, and hey, Look at our little country right here.
1: That's mm-hmm. true. A lot of conflict, mm-hmm. but we're getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, the but the Bible didn't say that the world's going to end because of Skynet. But
0: so, f- so does
1: that mean we're 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 approving of Skynet?
0: Well, what I do th- what I think is there is there there is a level of dangerous advancement in this world right now. Do you think Zuckerberg is is getting ahead of himself? No, I think soccer. Zucker- I think the metaverse is the natural next step for all the fucking losers that currently exist in this world. I think Mm. these incels Mm -hmm. are going to be living in this way. So, like, there'll be guys sitting there like, fuck, like Pearl from Blade on a (coughs) computer, and there'll be this cute little boy just... The the paedophiles will be everywhere in the metaverse. Oh, well, that's a statement. You know, I'm not... Oh, my God. My mind is about to explode. Please. Who was the producer, director, and writer of The Terminator? James Cameron. James Cameron. I think it was him, wasn't
1: it? I I think so. I might have to look it up.
0: And who's the writer-creator of the other future predictor, Avatar?
1: James Cameron, wasn't it? James
0: Cameron. Or Ridley Scott, but I think it was James Cameron. No, it was James Cameron, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so what I'm saying there is Mm. he's predicted the metaverse in what Avatar is, and he also predicted the rise. What I'm saying is forget Zuckerberg, forget fucking Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. forget... That other fucking nerd Bezos. with a bald head, Bezos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forget him. Like, no one gives a fuck about Bill Gates anymore. He's small fry. He but what I'm saying, James Cameron's maybe the one that, that knows.
1: You think we're all going to be big blue aliens fucking each no, other? No,
0: I just think James Cameron knows. All right. He knows everything that's happened in the future. He is the future predictor, James Cameron. Skynet called it, because mm. Tesco's now have... Uh, and their own wee fucking self-service checkouts, and also the metaverse is avatars. that's what Avatar is, isn't it? It's the guy, one of the soldiers, who ends up going in a wee fucking place <laughs> and just goes in this other world, like, and that's what it is. Yeah, just like if,
1: just like you did with your eyes, or that's exactly what Yeah, but
0: that's, that's what happens. Seeing you go in these. Now, I did read a thing about the euthanasia machine. Um, that has been approved in Switzerland which is apparently a more humane way to die. Oh right. So I mean good to be fair it, it be, I was reading a document about it. I m- maybe get this up because it has literally just been approved today. Um which is coincidental because it'll probably be you know Julian Maxwell will have access to one of these I'm sure mm-hmm. after she gets uh, let off the trial MC euthanasia see, euthanasia. Did you ever see the hilarious like meme that went about about a guy who did a some sort of university presentation about euthanasia. No. Yeah. It's very funny. Let me find it here. Um, euthanasia machine. Um, Switzerland. But it was like he obviously wasn't listening in class and did a full presentation on youth in Asia. Ah. And it was just like a little Asian boy and he had written <coughs> euthanasia and it was one of the funniest things I ever seen in my life. Um, so, yeah. Are you ready for this? What? What? Who do you want? What, what article do you want to read from the Independent or from India Today? I'll pick one. Oh, India Today. India please, Today. Yeah. Kalik Sadiq Gadava. What oh, are you? Oh, uh, Savit Dadaala. Close. I mean, yeah, yeah. The Indian man. You speak Indian as well as I speak Gaelic. Namaste. Um, so the painless death in one minute. A machine that assists suicide clears legal review in Switzerland. Um, let me see a coffin-shaped capsule which promises relatively painless and peace- peaceful death in relatively under a i don't yeah. like the word has clear new legal review in Switzerland the makers have claimed death occurs through hypoxia and hypocapnia by reducing oxygen to a critical level in the pod i mean we should do that on the pod mm. um the machine can be operated from inside by blinking. In the case of a person suffers from locked-in syndrome, a condition which uh, a patient is aware of but cannot move or communicate, and um, the machine has taken the preferred location of the user, and then the biodegradable capsule is detached from the base in order to serve as a coffin. So, man, it's pretty weird. Like you can see, it, I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a, a Power Rangers helmet, mm. and well, yeah, it's pretty I might, cool. I might like that.
1: I think. There's a lot of elaborate words in there just, yeah. just to basically say you, we just cut off oxygen. Yeah, and that's but apparently that, that's the what way. they
0: say it sounds like they could just cut off. Oh, and you go, I fucking died. Mm-hmm. Apparently they like just lower it to, so you sort of feel like a sense of euphoria and highness, then you die. Mm. The only thing about that is I think you might change your mind halfway through it and you might be mm. like, I don't want to die anymore.
1: Yeah, if you like have some sort of like spiritual journey as you're fading yeah. you know, away and then you're like, hold on, hold on.
0: Like there was another machine that somebody had Mm. Invented which is much more elaborate Mm. and I think if you were to choose your own death you go for this It was like a roller coaster, but whatever way this guy had worked out the maths and the physics of it Like each loop gets smaller as you go along and like whatever way that torque is in your body It just you eventually like lose consciousness and then by the end of it your heart stops and you die It's not bad. Yeah so, mm, I mean, I, I don't know how we ended up in this particular. Dark. This, this particular place came about by just trying to welcome you to the mm. guest, the guest uh, producing the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's good to be and, here.
0: Yeah, and here we are. I mean, I did want to have a general catch up with you. Sure. Now, again, what we should have probably done for this is had you on the podcast, because I realize now for the people watching this, you're doing a lot from over there, but, it's all good. you know, it's all gravy. The audio people are getting a lot of come. Exactly. You know they're delighted. A lot of bonus for a the lot audio. Of, a lot of bonus audio content. But, um. So how are you anyway? What's the crack? I haven't seen you in probably a week or so. Yeah, What's probably a bit
1: longer. Maybe uh, we haven't seen each other properly in a long but time. But now we talk a
0: lot. We talk. You know, we we talk, talk a lot. A bit, like it's yeah. like a long distance relationship. It's still there. Yeah. You're in Bangor. and
1: Graham in Belfast. Yeah. It's just hard to work out the logistics. And we're
0: both busy men. We like the work. We like the. You know, we like our downtime, we like our leisure. We're yeah. leisure men, but also hard-working leisure men. Exactly. Which, hard, by the way, if ever we started a band. The hard Leisure Men. I mean, think I mean, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. There's yeah. the name of the episode, yeah. The
1: hard Leisure Men. We've no songs, but no. But that's, that's i tell you matter.
0: what, we'll, we'll, we'll work hard and we'll have a good time.
1: <laughs> and we'll leisure on stage. Yeah. The ah, uh, the, uh, but yeah, just busy, Christmas time, sort of you know how it is gets it, like you have like a limited amount of weekends for the yeah. rest of the year so you're trying mm-hmm. to fit everything in and uh yeah aside from that it's all good trying to keep busy do gigs and just
0: what's your like schedule looking like for the ne- on the run up to christmas do you like this is a thing actually i wanted to talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. i actually this is when this podcast comes out on thursday i've one more day of work of like my full time job that's left that's exciting and then i'm just th- into this full time now i say that I could be murdered mm. by the producers of the blame game slash will be um, Tim McGarry after what I, what I, my revelations have been this week. But um, one thing I would say, you're somebody who's been self-employed for how long now? Like seven years. Yeah. Like what? What did you do before?
1: Signed on. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I knew that, yeah, but... I signed on and I was in, like, I did, like, some part-time work, like, on TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Like, I did, like, did some really random jobs. Like, I did the Grand National advert for Channel 4 in 2012 or whatever it was. I did... uh, Riding
0: a horse, like, on it? No,
1: no, no, looking after the horses. And I did uh, a a show, a film that filmed here starring Ben Kingsley called... Gandhi. Yep, I filmed Gandhi, yeah. But I didn't know who Ben Kingsley was, so when he was on the film set, I, like, was like, who the fuck's that weird guy? And then they were like, that's...
0: Awesome. Sir, Sir Ben Kingsley. That's King's Sir Ben Kingsley.
1: And I was like, "All oh, right, right, he looks like an old little walnut. The other, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and
0: to be fair to he him. He does. He does. What I like about him is he, again, I sort of think sometimes with films, mm-hmm. they just let things go. For example, like nowadays, if you're like, who's going to play Mohandas Gandhi, a.k.a. Mahatma Gandhi? A lot of people would be like there, Mohandas Gandhi? Mm-hmm. And be like, Dave, you've got that wrong. But like, no, Mahatma was his title, Mohandas is his first name. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, Mohandas Gandhi. But he um he is an Indian man. <coughs> he is? Ben Kingsley is not. Is not. But yet, won an Oscar.
2: Mm.
0: Also, I don't have any evidence to prove this point, but I, I think DDL, Daniel Day-Lewis, is not a heavily disabled man. Yet, played a heavily disabled man in my left foot. He won does. an Oscar. See if that happened nowadays? Mm. Problems. Yeah, William Thompson would have to be in my left foot. Yeah, but then people would be like, well, he can actually do things other than just move his left foot, you know? But this is where I do think the world is getting slightly a wee bit far Mm -hmm. on that side of things, because acting is acting, you know? Like, I mean, a lot of people have an issue with... With the role Mickey Rooney played in Breakfast at Tiffany's. A lot of people, are you familiar mm-hmm. with this? Not really. I mean, what I would like you to do is please just go on YouTube right now and just watch it. Just type in Mickey Rooney, Breakfast at Tiffany's and let me know what you think of his Who portrayal. Even is Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney way. was like a classic actor from like, you know, the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I think. <clears throat> Mickey
1: Rooney, Breakfast at Tiffany's. And then
0: like tell me what some of the titles of it are called. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, the first title just says Breakfast at, Mi- <laughs> <laughs> breakfast at Mr. UniOcean's.
0: Yes, so what I'd like you to do is just play that. Mickey Rooney, for your information, like kind of looks like... I, it's just I'm a, not
1: watching with audio because I don't yeah. want to disturb the podcast. No, thing. listen, just
0: disturb it. But
1: no, 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 but I'm enjoying the visual I'm seeing right now. Yeah, but, but please, more than
0: you have to. I don't care. The people love, will love their audio disturbed. Listen. Okay.
1: All right, so Audrey Hepburn's walking up the stairs here. So is she going to get greeted by Mr. Just just wait.
0: (laughs) Oh, darling, I am sorry, but I lost my
1: key. (laughs) But that was two weeks ago. You cannot go on or keep ringing my bell. You disturb me. You must have a key made. Well, we're just going <laughs> to yeah. park that for a second, yeah. and uh, um. <clears throat> there's a lot to dive into there. So Mickey yeah. Rooney, I'm assuming, is white. Yeah, oh he yeah, he's very white. If yeah. anything, ginger. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read some of the YouTube comments here Yeah, just be to keen see. to hear some of
0: those.
1: Someone, I can't tell when I'm laughing at an actual joke or the absurdity <clears throat> of this being in a movie. Yeah. Uh, I want a spin-off prequel with him as the main character, and think that's a bit late. I mean, Mickey Rooney's dead, but it's acting, so... Someone commented going, I'm expecting him to shout, you are ruthless to me, Eric
0: Baldwin. And
1: that's enjoyable. The, yeah, the, so we,
0: we shout out to Team America there. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, who the fuck let this happen? That's supposed to be Japanese. He looks <laughs> he looks more like Alan from Two and a Half Men. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone just commented going, this aged well.
0: Yeah. Now, this is the thing, like, I see if you look at everything by today's terms, mm. you know, you have problems, but that especially.
1: Well, my argument to the whole thing is, if I do an impression of, or let's say, let's say, I'm trying to think of a good example. Let's say I do a Spanish accent. Okay? Yes. Something <clears> like <throat> your Spanish singers or whatever. Yeah. Funny. Offensive though. No, it's not. To the Spanish. No, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, let's say, let's say a black person, or no, let's not say a black person, let's say, I then, so you do a Uh, Spanish
0: accent. Let's say I do an Indian accent. Yes. Racist. Yes. Why? Because people are weird and awkward, and they think they assume for, that's kind of, but what I find annoying is, not annoying, that's the wrong phrase. Mm. I don't find this annoying. I just think it is something that I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if anyone's like, oh, where are you from? Northern Ireland. They'll go, oh, Northern Ireland, that's a crack now, hey. Yes. Imagine if I, where are you from? I'm from Korea. And I went, oh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, people would be like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I think like to do like certain things are, are pretty like, but yeah, it is annoying when you do, and especially when you do a great accent. Yeah, sure. You know, that's the worst. Yeah, you, people don't let you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know,
1: you do a lot of great accents.
0: I do, and I mean, mostly on. There, there exist places. Mm. I was, uh, I was doing a uh, the General Banter podcast today with Colin, and uh, for whatever reason. Oh, oh dear. dear. The two of us just started talking mm-hmm. a little bit. Let's just say Far Eastern. Oh, Alright.
1: Right. Yeah. What would fa- send far, e- them. far East say?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, the, I was yeah. going to say Far East is like uh, Afghanistan and things.
0: Oh no, it's the, the Middle East. The Middle east. Yeah. What's Far East? Far East, the land of the rising sun, my friend.
1: Oh, so Squid yeah. Game. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: direction. Yeah, sort of <laughs> You would have been a great bad guy in Squid Game. I man. mean, I actually was the guy in the tiger mask. Yeah. You know, that was me. <laughs> ah,
1: right
2: now.
0: Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, there
1: you go. I, I, he had a bad. That wasn't great for him, was it? No. Like, he, he literally went from, I'm about to get my dick sucked. Like, he was so excited. Yeah. And then he got a gun pointed at his face. That'd be so bad. He did,
0: he did, did he die? No, he just no. sort of, like, got embarrassed. No, he got embarrassed. But yeah. then, with the, the front man, which, by the way, is a terrible name for that black faced. <laughs> Asian, yeah, <laughs> the guy the had the big black mask on him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Him. The front man, yeah, like it's shit. He should have something scarier. But he, um, I mean, listen, I've already made some fucking Larry predictions. Here's some more predictions oh, for dear. you. Squid Game season two is happening.
1: Oh well, that, that that's not. I mean, that's an easy prediction.
0: Well, the police officer is alive.
1: Right. Well, that that's a bit of a yeah. That's a bit of 100% a hundred percent yeah, alive. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's alive because the front man is Broer. Sorry, mm. by the way, if you haven't watched the Squid Game, there's some spoilers here. Mm. Sorry if you just got that one. But the front man is the policeman's Broer, mm-hmm. who you went to the island to look for. Mm-hmm. If you notice, the policeman shot the front man there. Yep. The front man went, ah! And when the front man shot him, there. Mm-hmm. Hit him there, through the clavicle, into the water. Yep. He'll be all right. He'll be, he'd be good, yes. No, I do have beef with the, the main guy. I was going to give his name, uh, like 456, is that what his number? Oh, that was his number, yeah. Yeah, so we'll just call him 456. <laughs> was like, and I, it's not a sort of game you just want to have a go at, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, young. No, no, don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to look up the main guy's name because I, I feel like it's very similar to. I know his
1: mate was called Sang Woo. I know that yes, was me, it was, that was me, it was the one who was sly in the end, wasn't he? He was, he did the marble game with the Indian
0: fella. Yeah. That was the most slyest thing he could what have What was done. the Indian guy called? Ah, oh, Pradeep or something. No, something. it was something, that was something <laughs> sweet, it was cute, it was a cute medium. Mm. So let's see who he's called. Um, oh, El Nam was the old man, Dennis. That's right. Um, <laughs> Abdul Ali, that was what he's called, Ali. Abdul Ali. Ali. No, Siong. Xiong oh, wow. Gi-Hun, gi is what he's known as, wasn't it? And, Gihun. Gihun. and then, what do you say, Chao Sang? So Chow Sang-Woo. Sang Sang-Woo. Yeah, he's, so that's what they call, because again, like, you know the footballer's Park, Ji, Park Ji-Sung. I he's, do. He's called Park, so mm-hmm. that's why it's confusing. So, yeah, he's Sang-Woo. Then, um, Sabiok was the girl who's really sad and she got killed. Yeah. Then there's a guy, Jang Deoksu, or Deoksu, who looked like Connor Keys, you know, the, the, had to was naked his oh, me. Oh yes, that anytime is. I saw him, I'm like you look like Connor Keyes, mm-hmm, You know, so mm-hmm. Connor Keyes, Duck Sue, um, and yeah. So anyway, and the older lady was
1: the one I met on Shane Stag.
0: Yes, the older lady, um, Yao. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, yeah so basically Ji Hoon, who by the way is is <laughs> it's not Ji Hoon. It is guy. that's the guy from Nine Day Fiance. No, but this guy's called Ji Hoon. Ji No, Ji Yeah, but Ji Hoon <laughs> is the guy from Nine
1: Day Fiance. <laughs> but they both look very similar. And that's not, that's not yeah. me saying anything, that's but, just, they do, but yeah, G- they genuinely So come
0: Gi-Hoon, say gi because gi is a guy from 90 G- Day on it's G- <laughs> great, yeah. with the wee translator. Yes. Um, but yeah, hoon why did he not just go to see his daughter? You know what I mean, with all this money? At the very end? Yeah. Because he can't. Because they're in danger now. No, he can't go, because he's won the game. What Game's happens? Up. If
1: first, first first scene of season two shows you the airplane up in the sky and it blows up and he was meant to be on that plane because they were trying to get because he has too much money and power now and they, they don't like that. Well, that could
0: happen. That's a good start to it. There you go. You know? Just saying. This is, this is what you got to think about, Dave. But then he like, he showed some elements of fatherhood that I went to myself. He's not a great dad. He, da. he, no, he, he sh- bought his he child sh- a gun.
1: Yeah, was a but
0: then also when the guy was like, the other man went, take this money and leave. <laughs> Yeah. He went. I can tell which version you watched. Yeah, he was like, "I will not leave my daughter.
1: I love her." <laughs> did you watch subtitles? Uh, no, no, I watched dubbed. Who the yeah. f- fuck? I off know, dub, dubbed is good, and it wasn't a hard watch with dubs. Once you sort of got
0: over the initial five minutes, yeah. you're in. But like, I thought it was a very good television show. Very much enjoyed it. Me too. Um, how do we get on the Squid Game? I've yeah, been self-employed for yeah. seven years. Thank you. Yes. There we are. Self-employed for seven <laughs> years. So I am taking the step. And that's because you said to me, I look like the guy out of the Squid Game. I would, <laughs> and like, see, to be fair, if a young Asian man mm. of consensual age mm. offered me a BJ, mm-hmm. who am I to, turn that to down. take his work off him? Exactly. That's all I'm saying. There you go. And I mean, has it happened to me before when I've been on holidays with Jake and Tim? <laughs> Oh, most definitely. Yes, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. All right. So, um, yeah, so I'm stepping into this world. And my point being that how do you take, how do you separate time and schedule? Like I'm used to doing in work Monday to Friday, mm. then have the weekends. Now for me, it was always work Monday, Friday, do stuff and see the kids for a bit, then my wife evening either writing, doing gigs, whatever, weekends, gigs. Mm. It was never really my time as my own, whereas now I feel like if I put that into the week I'll have more time for my kids. I'll be a better father, I'll be a better than Gi-Hoon. And gi Hoon who's also a shit that. But um yeah. you know, I feel like I very much will need some form of structure, some mm. form of uh, routine. Yeah. And like at the minute I don't know if you've noticed, but I've lost a bit of weight of being, you know, dieting whatever, training.
1: Congratulations, you look mm. really well.
0: Thank you. I mean, to be fair, it is like the old adage. It's like a lifeboat off the Titanic. Still a lot to do, but one of the big things for me is getting back because with being so busy, I just the first thing to go was my my discipline in terms of dieting and training. Mm -hmm. So in the evening, I'd be fucking eating whatever's handy. Wouldn't be moving as much as I used to do, and you know, I would justify it but I'm busy other things, whereas now it's like I want to really focus on this year out of of work, I want to lose a lot of weight, I want to get healthy, I want to live longer for my girls mm-hmm. and I feel like that will add a bit of routine, of joining joined the gym um, so I want to maybe have a couple of days a week where if the girls are at school, I'll go to the gym, work out for an hour come home, walk the dog, then the rest the days myself, so either working, coming here, doing recordings, whatever mm-hmm. but I feel like for me to keep my routine. I need something like that in my day. Even if I'm training in my garage in the house, I still have. I want to work out at least three to four times a week, every single. But to have that is like this is the day I do that. Mm-hmm. So how do you discipline yourself as someone that is self-employed? Like, do you have a set routine, or how do you you you, you turn off? Because like I found during lockdown. <laughs> With my day work, was I was working from home. I was working hours doing mm-hmm. day work and then trying to fuck do this. I couldn't switch off. And mm-hmm. then I was sleeping badly, blah, blah. How do you split that? Well, it
1: is difficult, like, and it's there's no easy way about it. But you just sort of have to force yourself to prioritize whatever it needs to be prioritized. So you might have something that comes in really last minute. You go, right, well, I'm going to have to change my entire day about. And mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the main things with self-employment is it's <laughs> never like, you OK? Sorry, yeah. That's just OK. Just making
0: sure. Very dry throat. Very dry. Because well, it's cold at the minute. We've got a wee electric heater on. It's just very dry in this room. I get you. I understand. You know.
1: the, uh, the always, I, every day, I run every day now. Mm-hmm. So I always make a promise to myself that no matter how busy I get or what uh-huh. comes up, I owe it to myself to have a run every day. Because uh-huh. that's, it's nothing even to do with the run or the health or whatever yeah. it is. But it's just showing that I still have control where I can do something yeah. that prioritizes something that I want to do, even mm. even amongst everything else. And I think as long as you do something like that, I think it doesn't matter how busy the rest of your day yeah. is, because you've at least made that hour, hour and a half, two hour commitment yeah. They at least do something for you. And if you do that in your self-employment life every day, the rest will just fall in.
0: Yeah. Like I feel like my, um, I don't know if he would be happy with me saying this, probably not, but I know I was speaking to my dad there mm-hmm. a couple of days ago and he was saying he was in a bit of a rut in terms of how he was feeling and things. And mm-hmm. and he was like, get annoyed about stuff like, for example, he was like, he noticed I had lost a bit of weight. Right. And he's like, I'm delighted and I think it's about time. But also, oh. it annoyed him because he was like, I need to be doing that. Mm. You know, so I said to him, listen, the only way to do it is to not beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. Start with something. It could be even the smallest thing. Just just start. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he got up and he went on the treadmill. And he said that to, and I ended up walking for over an hour on the treadmill. There you go. I said, there you go, great start. But to me, I think a lot of it is uh, you do get annoyed about stuff. And mm. you do. So you have to just take the first step and just say to yourself, right, tomorrow I will do this. And then that becomes kind of.
1: Well, this should be a happy year for you, yeah, because you've wanted this for so long, and also, yeah, like I, I remember my first year of self employment was like it, it felt like such a blur because it went by so quickly, and yeah. also like, I think I, I pretty much, I, I think I had maybe the best time just because it was like, oh, this feels, this feels yeah. like something cool, you know what I mean? And I think, <sighs> I think the novelty of it is definitely there in the first year that'll, that'll really carry you
0: mm-hmm. on to, to be able to do stuff, you know? Well, I certainly think like. At the minute, like, as as I sit here today, I honestly don't feel like Friday, my last day at work, is as big a moment as it will be, you mm. know? I think because of so much on this week, and right. then of Ulster Hall next week, right? that my head is so fucking fixed on being busy, mm. that realistically, like, I think I said it on my Patreon podcast that this is, like, everyone's like, what's your goals in comedy or what's your goals in anything? Mm-hmm. That was my goal. Like, that's all I've ever wanted, was to be full-time at this. Mm-hmm. And Now I'm going to have that chance for a year, mm-hmm. and I don't want to ever go back. Let's put like like I'm technically on a career break for a year, yes. but I'll not go back. I don't feel like I'll go back, whether I go do a different job or mm-hmm. something. I'll not go back that job. I just have them ahead, I don't want to do that. Sure. Um, and if I do go back, I'll not continue to do um comedy to the extent that I am because mm. something will have to give you know I right. get to the point where I will go you know would I even gig I don't know I honestly I honestly mm. can't say if I would do stand up even you know I would just be like well I need to go up the ladder here to, to go earn things that way mm. for the kids ultimately you know maybe I'll write because I enjoy writing sure. and it's probably a bit of money in that more than just doing gigs but again why do you do gigs um you know, yes, I love doing stand-up, but there ultimately has to be a point mm. in doing the gigs. You know, mm. there has to be a reason for that to take you somewhere. And if you're just doing it for a hobby, I mean, I enjoy other things, going for coffees, watching films, yes. you know, going for walks, going on holidays. Mm. Like, why would you go out and potentially eat shit mm. on a Tuesday night in the cold Yes, for 20 quid? You know, exactly. when you could potentially do other things. So, again, that's the risk for it in me, or, mm. for, or in this for me, is that, you know, I am ultimately, if it doesn't work out, I will just go. I tried mm. and this is it. So remember, too, know. though,
1: being busy is like the best thing. Yeah. In some respects. Because yeah. if you're busy, you're making money essentially. Yeah.
0: And listen, I love working. And that's the thing. I sure. think for me to be at this level I'm at now with comedy and other stuff, mm. it's because, you know, I have a good work ethic. So oh, I'm putting yeah. in eight hours a day and still, you know, being, I get I'd just say I'm probably kind of locally, I'd be maybe. Champions League places, Europa League places, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's with a full-time job, so I myself will go if I don't step up, Mm. that's all down to me being a lazy bastard, really. Yeah, but yeah,
1: just uh, like again, if you're busy, it's Mm -hmm. great. That, that, yeah, that's what uh, you want. Uh, you want to wake up to your day going, Jesus, this yeah. is a big one, and you want to have loads of those, especially
0: your first year because that means that yeah. something's
1: clicking. And then,
0: now, what's Jammy? What is Jammy? And it is a bit of a luxury to fall back on is that I have already got a, enough work to cover, say, my mortgage for the year, mm-hmm. and all being well at Ulster Hall, that should hopefully cover my bills for a year. There you go. So then, anything I earn is just like day-to-day stuff which I will have nothing off by the way until we start but you know ultimately that's the pressure on me and I and I think what's weird I think since the lockdown my attitude has changed in terms of I maybe felt a bit more entitled before Mm -hmm. that with stand-up you're like oh I should be getting booked for this or people should be asking me to do that Mm because I'm Dave Elliott whereas after that once taken away it's like "Mm," it could very conceivably go again Mm -hmm. so I'm I've no uh shame or pride to ask for gigs, you know, go out asking for work, looking for it rather than expecting it to come to me. I think that's going to be, you know, an eye-opener for me, really.
1: Not at all. You should always be putting yourself forward and pitching yourself, you know what I mean? Maybe people have this sort of complex (coughs) and they think, oh, I want to try to look cool and be sort of mysterious or whatever, but realistically, it's
0: very easy, no matter how big you are, to be forgotten if you just put yourself away. The yeah. And it's just, yeah, it'll be interesting. And I mean, I think I'll know very much by January what what, what I'm like. like I'll, if, I'll give it a bit longer. But like, you know <laughs> what I mean? If I'm lying around the macaques come January eating fucking Doritos, doing Plus. fuck all, I'll go, maybe I need a job. This yeah. is a problem, Yeah. you know? Like even during the pandemic, I was working from home. It was a bollocks, but mm. still kept my mind on stuff. And, and in the evenings when I didn't have, again, I, I'm just in such a routine now that actually Catherine, my wife, was saying, um, She's like, oh, an evening I might have you again, you know, I might have you back present mm-hmm. in our lives. Because she's like, you're just doing stuff, whether you're writing, you're mm-hmm. working, you're always doing fucking something. Yeah. So she's like, if that becomes your day job, we can, you know, do stuff together more.
1: The um, what, you'll is to nice. fa- what you'll find is when you're self-employed, mm-hmm. the most basic things that you did when you were, had a job become annoying. So yeah. things like... Going to the gym, not going yeah. to the gym, the going to the gym part's great. Yeah. It's the travel to and from the gym yeah. because you're going, shit, I'm spending a half hour here in yeah. traffic or whatever. And then the shower after the gym, you're going, oh, yeah. there's an hour. So there's a, like an hour out of your day where you're going, half yeah. oh, flip. And then having to feed yourself for yeah. lunch, there's another half hour and you're like, ah oh, flip it. And then yeah. the next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, there's two hours yeah. just completely down the shitter. See,
0: that's the thing with, with me is that why with those routines of going to the gym, like mm-hmm. the gym I have joined is 20 minutes from the house. See? So that's 40 minutes. There's there 40 back. minutes already done. So for me, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to maybe leave the girls to school for nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go straight there, mm-hmm. be there for half nine. Okay. One thing I will say, back in the day when I was much more into my training, I would have probably spent an hour and a half, two hours working out. We you're going to do 45? Yeah, I'll do 45 max. And then I'll go, I'll probably hop in the sauna. Nice.
1: So let's say then go. you finish up your gym by like 20 past 10 or whatever. Yeah. So then 20 sure. minutes back, there's yeah. 20 to 11. Yeah. Then do, do you get a shower at the gym or?
0: Yes, I like to shower so there. So maybe
1: then we add a bit but more. But a hop into time. the sauna too. Either way, you're home for 11. Yeah. So there's two hours yeah. from nine. Yeah, and then that's. So your working days not starting till 11. Yeah, but the only
0: thing days. about that is, is that I could, there'll be days where I get up early before I leave the girls to school and I'll train in the garage. Well, that's good, yeah. And I'm there, you know. But again, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to bring that uh, whiteboard or buy a new one. Actually, we'll probably buy a new one. I have
1: one if you want it.
0: I do want it. I genuinely yeah. have one yeah. identical
1: to this yeah, if you I'll, want I'll it.
0: I'll take it off your hands. So it's in okay. my house in Belfast. It's she'll a have to it. Yes, no, I'll collect that. Um, and yeah, I need that. I was actually looking one to, to do my um, Ulster Hall notes. So I might even pop around at the weekend, collect it off you. Of tell you. me when you want to come yeah. collect it, and it's sitting there. Because I want to stick it in my, my uh, Catherine, be delighted to, to know I'm going to stick it in my dining room for a week. Oh, yeah. I'm sure
1: she'll be yeah. very, very happy.
0: Sorry, Catherine. Yeah, I just, I just need a wee run. Like, I'll tell you one thing that I, that I love is my wee diary. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what keeps me great. Like, um, I like good. a traditional, a traditional diary. And like, this is actually great, because um, it's a diary and a notepad. So what they've done is they've got the diary on a side and the notes on that side. Oh, that is good. Very that's, productive. That's premium. That's premium. And that's what I'm all about. Sometimes you know? I'll
1: do that on a, yeah. depends on what my day, if, like, if I know I've got a day coming up where I'm like, I've got like eight things to do. I'll yeah. go like, right, breakfast, eight you know, shower, Nine, mm-hmm. gym, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll slot in, right? I do this piece of work at this time, this piece of work at this time. Yeah. I'll break for lunch at this time. And so I, I, I pretty much anally every single hour yeah. is routined and structured. So that like, and then I get a text from Shane Todd being like, you yeah. all come in and I'm like, mate, I can't. I yeah. literally
0: can't. Yeah. Yeah, the, like that's one thing that always baffles me about Shane is like he always fits in time to have lunch. <laughs> yeah. Like and you're like like we did a video on um Sunday. So it was something on Sunday morning and it was in West Belfast, so that's a choir jaunt mm. from For you, from yes. from the north uh Darien coast of Bangor. Of course. And that's fine. So with that it was one of the weekends where my my dearly beloved was working mm-hmm. in the hospital, you know, just saving lives, whatever it is, what it is. Sure. Um and I then had to like organise Childcare to be like, right, mom and dad, can you take the girls? For, like I said, a couple of hours. But again, there's a travel in there too and things that might delay. Mm-hmm. So I said, no problem. I have the dog too, who doesn't like to be left alone too long. God love him. You feel sorry for him. Of course. So I said, yeah, that, a couple of hours. Then we finished and he's like, do I go for lunch? I'm like, no, I need to get home. And he was sort of like, oh, but you could. I'm like, no, yeah, I, I can't. You've I'm, got a life. I mean, I would like to mm. go for lunch, of course, don't get me wrong, but at mm. the same time, I don't want to put, like, again, burden on my parents looking after the kids. Whereas maybe he's comfortable. I don't know what his, like, his, his, you know, his wife could have been there. That'd be fine. But, yeah, see, when you're burdening the kids on people and in the dog, it's just stuff you just be like, you got to be back. You got to be back. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I feel bad. I go through a bit of a complex where, when people ask me to do things, I feel myself bad for turning people down. Yeah. Because see, I do like turning people down, but, but you're, also.
0: You're very good at that. Like, you're a very um, available friend. Mm. And you're very helpful. Mm. And sometimes I think it's to the point of, of detriment. Oh, know, yes. Which, like, like as somebody who relies on a lot of your skills, mm-hmm. I sometimes, am like, I, I need to ask him, but I don't want to. Mm. You know, because I'm like, I know this is so shit for him but Mm. you know I know I can't do it myself because I'm such a fucking idiot
1: sure but you're gonna
0: learn I'm gonna learn and I mean what would you do if you if I became like you know, The Last Airbender, the one, the <coughs> number one editing guy in the world. Like, this was, like, people are like, go to this guy. He is the skillful one.
1: I'd be very happy for you, although I don't think it would be good for <laughs> you because you don't want your career to go that way. No, nope, no. Nope. You, you don't want to be the best. You want to be the best comedian, however. Yeah,
0: but listen, here's another thing that I think gives me comfort mm-hmm. in being, I mean, as I'm just about to promote my Austral show.
1: Yes, which I will be supporting. Which you're supporting.
0: Which, by the way, we might not even do stand-up. We might just sit and offer people life advice. At this point, I think. Who so. knows? But what I want to say is I don't think I will ever be the world's greatest comedian, ever. Like in the whole wide world, I, I don't think so.
1: I mean, I would say the same about myself, too. I don't even know if I'm the best but,
0: in the, the West Belfast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in this room, and I'd be like, well, I'd agree. But yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. say is like, I think some people always want that. Mm. But then if you know, listen, this is my limitations, Yeah, but I can still do well, Yeah, it's all good. I sort, of, I prefer to take as a humble approach as I can and yeah. just go
1: look. I think I'm all right. I think I'm good.
0: No, I think you're good. If I were to say the only criticism I would have for you Mm. would be I think you overanalyze yourself and that's oh yeah I and that, think, that's
1: always been yeah. a and I
0: think struggle. that needs to be something that you need once you can maybe come back from that mm. and know that you can make a wee slip up here and be a bit more cause see like I, what I enjoy watching you the most mm. is when something happens in the audience mm. and you have to be there in the moment like I'll always point back to that night of pugs and you burst a balloon sure well after the fourth attempt but that was very oh, yeah. enjoyable time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but that was a lot of fun a yeah of fun.
1: I, I do have some ones where I loosen up and it's all good but mm-hmm. it's just getting into that it's more of a mind frame thing yeah. for me the uh, but uh I can't remember what we were talking about there. We were talking about... Routines.
0: Talk about routines mm-hmm. or something
1: else as well, but uh, it's not coming but to listen, mind. But listen, we've already talked Ulster it. Hall, I think, about... Ulster yes, Hall?
0: Yes, Ulster Hall, which will be next Friday. Now, tickets are actually doing really well. We could... I mean, I need to be careful what I say here because hmm. I'm angry with a lot of people today. Oh, yeah. I, of course. I have issues of course. with how potentially my show has been... I will say promoted. Mm-hmm. And at the minute, if I were to speak, it's like when Jose, Jose Marino did it, I will not speak. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will not speak. I don't want to get myself in trouble. I will not say anything. Yes. Um, but, you know, with with the right bit of fucking help, in the next week, we could sell it out. Sure. That's what I'm saying. However, the help that I've received thus far, no. Mm. So if you want to come, guys, please get your tickets because I'm hoping it'll, it'll sell out. You know, I am and there's still a lot of work to be done, but the workhorse will do it. And to see if it doesn't sell out, I think there's too much onus put on selling out these days. Mm. The show will be good. I know what's going in. it'll be good. Again, I need to run it. That's another issue for another day. I've asked if I can run it a few times. If I can week out, still no answer, making me get a bit going bolder than even I am, grayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll not get into that here because it's doing well. It's going to be a good show. It's going to happen. It's Black Eye Friday. Come have a few pints. Enjoy the show. Kick the fuck out of people in the street afterwards yes. as long as you don't do it at the show. Sure. Aaron doesn't like hecklers, and I hate them. So there just you keep yourselves quiet. Pretend you're in church mm-hmm. and wear a couple of priests ready to fuck you in the head if you if you, <laughs> you know, ruin the show. Put it like that.
1: They, we were talking about not being the greatest comedian, I remember. We, we've we've accepted that, is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, but listen, Skullfuckers, number one and number, number two Number one right Skullfuckers <laughs> in, in the Ulster Hall I mean, next Friday. I mean, we
0: are the number one Skullfuckers, and we're the hard work and leisure men That's two things that we are. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, yeah, so please do get your tickets there. Um, I'd love to see you there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And to be fair, uh, the biggest moment of my professional life next Friday, like today just hit me out of nowhere. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm going full time here. The only goal I've ever had was that. Mm-hmm. And now... A week later from my finish, my last, I'm doing the biggest gig of my life. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot to take on board, you know. And True. like, I don't know if you remember, whenever I had my wedding coming up, I, I moved do. house. I do. And, well, I remember that very well. And um, we had our firstborn. Yeah. And I kind of listen, lost my head. Yes. I went mental. Yes. I think's fair. I think I was in the cusp of a full scale mental breakdown. Like so the Joseph guy. Yeah, so sometimes run, I was run run down naked in the street <laughs> trying to look for a war criminal. Yeah. But yeah, when I have a very, like sometimes I think I'm almost blasé with the stuff I take on mm-hmm. until I realise I'm doing a lot of fucking shit right here and my head's up, Mars. Yes. So it could potentially be you could just have to do an hour. I could just have a mental breakdown in the lead up to sure. the gig. And then like, I've spoken about it in the podcast before, but I was sent to the doctor. I was like, I was frog marched. The, mm. to the doctor by my wife, and the doctor was like, listen mate, you can go to this recovery college where you can like, you know, speak to people about getting your mental health back on. And then the only thing that made me go, I'll, I'll see how it goes, was because I felt better from talking to him. But also he's like, and then you finish this sweet recovery college, you get a certificate. I, I mean, that's appealing. Yeah. And I went, well, what can I do? And he goes, put it on your wall, mate, like celebrate your victories. And I'm like going, well, what's, what's it going to say? Like recover, like um, he's recovered from a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Celebrate your wins, but luckily again, and that was the only thing. It was just six weeks before I we got married because the guy was like, "If I you start taking a, a ADs now and all antidepressants, they'll kick in on your wedding day." And I was like, "Can I drink on them?" And he was like, "Not a feist, <laughs> you know," because right. he's like, "You're taking stuff that's not a depressant, and then you're taking alcohol, which is a depressant, and you're." Depressed.
1: I thought he was going to so. say you wouldn't be able to get a route or something.
0: Oh, I couldn't anyway, blocked. Ah, yeah. But, um, Fair. yeah, and it is what it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to tell a story there. It was just a bit too personal. Ah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah save yeah, that, yeah. A yeah. little bit, but, um, yeah, so he basically was like, um, yeah, just, just. And then talking to him, I was like, you know what? I'm just happy to have shared it and not felt like I was a rare guy. Mm. Because at the time I was like, you know, into training more. And stuff, and I just—I was scared of going to the gym. It was the weirdest feeling ever. I was like, I can't fucking leave this house. Mm. And Catherine was like, You haven't changed your trousers in three days. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Oh, she was like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, Everything is wrong with me. (laughs) And then I was getting these rashes on my hands, like just fucking. And it was like just stress. Mm. And I can—that'll do it to you. Well, hopefully the next few months. So all I'm saying doesn't happen. Not the next few months. The next, the next week. Yeah. If. Yep. I continue to get the level of shit mm. thrown at me that I have had in the last couple of days. I could lose it. I'm a sort of guy that would, you know, I'm like John McEnroe. I yes. would lose it. I hit people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, people would be like Dave. I'm sorry. I haven't got you any headbutt arrested. Yeah. Show cancelled. Yeah. You know, I would. I, that would be me. I would just snap. I'm on an edge. So what I'm saying is, guys, if you want me to be less stressed about stuff, buy tickets, those all. Is that or is that not the greatest promotion of all time? Here's the thing. They're getting a great show. Okay? Yeah, they they're, are. They're getting
1: a C you Know one of the best warm up acts in, in the country, right? absolutely myself. They you know are. what I mean? Look, yeah. I, I know we shouldn't praise ourselves and be too cocky, no, but, but I, I think, think th- it's well earned.
0: Another criticism of yourself is maybe you don't have enough self confidence or I praising don't. yourself. So yeah. I, I support that. I think you are one Thank of you. the greatest.
1: Thank you. The uh, the and uh, you'll also see you, yeah, one exactly one of the best in the country, right? You'll also see
0: me, one of the most would you say on the edge, guys, just on a side note of anything, just a guy on the edge.
1: Yeah, if you want to yeah. see a guy who might potentially, you know, lose himself oh, on right, stage. Yeah.
0: You know, this is the guy to come this is, and see. Like, like, if you want to see a
1: show that's unpredictable, wild, yeah, sexy, crazy, yeah. you're, you're, this is, yeah. the, And this by is the way,
0: game. you know the producers are about to kill me. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. maybe I'll be whacked. If you want to see Tim McGarry and yeah. Jake O'Kane come <laughs> beat
1: the fuck out yeah. Dave Elliott after the show. I'll tell you something too. I Go. don't know if
0: you've ever noticed, but Jake's, a, he's big. Oh is he? I've never like, I've never seen
1: him in person. Like
0: anytime you look at him you think, oh he's just a normal sized guy. He does look small. Stacked? Right. This guy's fucking beef like. Oh, like Jack. He's, he's, he's like powerful, yeah. What height is he? he I thought he was like 5'8", but too. he's about six two. He's oh, fucking really? big, man. like,
1: that's funny. I wonder yeah.
0: why he looks so maybe it's just being next
1: to Tim on a panel and makes him 6'9". Tim's the BFG, like Yeah. The, the big the block him. the blocked fucking giant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, Tim's a good guy. Like Tim is, we love Tim. No, we fair. do love Tim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I less so than the yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, he, he's a good guy. Um. And I have another segment, the the fucking slide dig, let's just say what it is. Naomi's like luckily I only put it on just before it started. So mm-hmm. um this is a segment I don't know if you know, slide dig is for things where I get angry. Sure. So this yes is people who say to their kids, if you don't behave, that girl's gonna shout at you when I'm in work, it really irritates me. I couldn't give two shit what your little semen demon is doing. Mm. You know what I'd say? You should. If if the mum gives you the power to shout at the kids. Shout at it. Shout at it? Yeah, yeah. Listen here, you fucking wee piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you make a lot of noise in my fucking shop, and then, like, what are those wee things uh, that, you know, the, 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 like, the wee tags that go on things? There's, like, a wee, security, gun, a wee security gun tags. to take them off, but it looks really sharp. Oh, go, yes. Fucking shove this up your, no, don't say shove it up um, to the child. No. I'll stab, I'll stab you in the head you with you this. yeah. yeah Not yeah, don't, yeah. don't ever threaten to, threaten to shove anything mm. up a child. I, right. it was remiss of me to suggest that, and mm. uh, apologies. But, um, yeah, so also the podcast is sponsored by Fat Bastard Burger. Of course. Which yes. is, you don't talk during this. Sorry. This is, the, these guys pay to hear me for this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, no, 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 Fat Take Bastard it away. Burger, it is the premium Wagyu beef burger joint on the high street in Bangor. Now, I'll let you talk now. You like a wee burger. I'll tell you, I'm not, I don't, I would prefer more like chicken,
1: but the odd time, for a special treat, I'll have a beef burger. Hold on, but do you like chicken burgers? Oh,
0: I love chicken burgers. You crazy for cock? Mental for it. Well,. These guys in Fat Bastard Burger have a chicken burger called Crazy for Cock. And what's in this? It's burger? a chicken burger. It's got cheese. It's got lettuce. It's got the works. It's got some delicious sauces right. and relish. I'm going to take you for some Crazy Cock someday, and then we'll get a burger in Fat Bastard Burger. But <laughs> Fat Shit. Bastard Burger are the sister company of our longtime friends, Bebe Adriano's, again situated on the high street. M banger selling the most delicious burritos you ever tried. You're a burrito guy too, aren't I you? I love like burrito, yeah. Have you had a Bebe Adrianos I before? Haven't. Right, what you're gonna do, you're gonna I'm going I'm going you're gonna come back down to banger. Of course. And I'm gonna yeah. let you I'm gonna take you to my places. I'm yes. a man who likes to eat. I'm gonna yep. take you to spots, I'm gonna let you see mm. a Bebe Adrianos is a spot you're gonna go. You know what you're gonna get? What am I getting? You're gonna get a dirty cock and cow uh, burrito. Burrito. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah No, yeah. a box a dirty cock and a lot cow, of dirty box. cock and box. A restaurant. dirty cock and cow box is yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. gonna get, which is Delicious. The dirty cock and cow box. Do you want to guess what's in a dirty cock and cow box? I'm going to guess chicken, uh, chili, um, rice, uh, lettuce of some kind. I mean, what I want to say to you is you're close, but But again, it's not. There's no cigar. Not right. Close but it's, not right. it's marinated steak, Mexican chicken, fries, sweet potato fries, Ooh. peppers, onions, tomato, corn salsa, lettuce with a sauce of your choice. And you know what my choice is? Smoked paprika. And mm. hey, you're a man who likes the seasonal changes, don't you? You like Enjoy. Christmas? Yeah, yeah. You're a man who likes to was it fair to say you're a man that likes to empty your sack morning Father Christmas? All the time. No, for a short period only, for a limited time only, our friends at Bebe Adriano's and Fat Bastard Burger are releasing guess what? Mm-hmm. Guess what they're releasing? Is it cr- turkey? So stuffing. Guess what it is? It's, it's, it is the Christmas burrito. Right, turkey, turkey, ham, ham. chipolatas, mm-hmm. the works. Wow, all in a fucking burrito in your mouth, stuffing. Good gear. Would recommend. And hey. What a delicious, delicious time, and if you want 10% off, and sometimes 10% doesn't do it justice, sometimes they fucking say 10% is not enough, have 20% off, sometimes now Fat Bastard Burger do two for one, because it's a new company, they want you to try their delicious burgers, I'm a burger man, shocker, and I recommend a burger, I recommend all the burgers, I recommend the Crazy for Cock Burger, I recommend the Fat Bastard Burger, um, I just recommend the works. I love it. It's delicious. It is nutritious, <laughs> and also there's more burgers here that I'm trying to get. The cheesy fat bastard, the fat bastard, the porky fat bastard, the Ringo Stingo burger, oh no. the as fuck duck, the crazy for cock, which is what you're gonna get, oh, of course and you're going to, I'm going to video you ordering. Yeah, I just want you yeah. to go in and say, I'm crazy, crazy for, for cock. cock. And then they will be like, oh, the burger, you bit no. And then you'll leave. Mm. But also, the, I mean, this is for people who are weird, like uh, vegetarians, like my wife. Um, yeah, but there's a, a burger called the Collie in Quinoa, which Looks, It looks nice to be fair, I've only looked at it, I've never uh, eaten it, but I've looked at it, and uh, it looks good, so get on FatBastardBurger.com, check that out, um, and of course the Bebe Addering's Christmas Wrap, as I said, turkey, ham, stuffing, sweet potato fries, crunchy chicken, cranberry mayo, lettuce, chipolata sausages, all in a 12 inch. Mm. Can't rap. Mm. Delicious. So yeah, as I say, get the app for 10, sometimes 20% off. Or if you're old school, you want to ring them, you want to get on the phone, hit up 02891 9988. That's 02891 9988. Say Davy sent you. Say the butler's crazy for cock. Yep. And the podcast also brought to you by Modest Beer. Modest has been with us from day one on the Sly Guy podcast. So if these cans. Which by the way, are like some of their older cans. We need to get new cans. But fortunately Chris, the mastermind behind Modest is a busy man. I'm a busy man. We're all busy. But we're we have a little we have a little um project in mind. Mm. We collab between myself and Modest. What's that gonna be? They're gonna come here mm-hmm. with a load of tins of Modest beer. Oh dear. I'm gonna drink them. And we're gonna do it for Patreon. And we're gonna discuss all the different beers and what they're like. It's going to be a nice time and it's going to be a fun record if you want to even come along for that.
1: I'll come along, yeah.
0: yeah. You can have a nice time because it's going to be pretty wild. But if you want to know more, um, contact Modest on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Beer or at to find your nearest stockist. Listen guys, it's been a long podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's longer than one. Covered some topics good, covered some topics bad, um, offended some people yes. and just got a bit silly. But listen, this is what we're all about. And Luke wants to know on Come Down and Me what it's your three-course menu, and who's invited? Mm. <coughs> well, will come down on me. You come down d- on you. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I that might would do be that. a show. Yeah. Well, I would say we don't come. Like I, I had a better idea for a show. Um, I had a, instead of come down to me strictly come dancing. So what it was was like people just got covered and come got oh. khaki and then had to dance.
1: There is strictly come dancing, but you want to be strictly come. am dancing?
0: come dancing. Yeah. They should
1: just call it strictly come.
0: No, strictly come dancing. You ha- you're on the dance floor. You're in slippery shoes. You've been bukkake'd, It's dangerous. It's risky. <laughs> it's high. It's ECW of come dancing. Yeah, it's like gladiators
1: meets blind yes. date meets. I
0: mean, bukkake on on the porn websites. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I can on, on strictly uh, or on come down with me. You can't choose who's invited, so I can't really ha- know who my guests are. It'll be random. But my courses, I would say, would be. I mean it's different to, to what I'm good at cooking and what I actually like to eat. Mm. Cuz like a good steak is hard to beat, but I'm not good at cooking a steak. I would make right. a really good Italian pasta. You got to play to your strengths. Yeah, like a fucking make a really good lasagna cuz I'm a Tony soprano guy. So yeah. You'll get cancelled for that accent in six years. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean if there if there was probably going to be a, like a cancel police. Mhm. If they would be like we want, your task is to go through this this guy's podcast. Mhm. Find out week one done, yeah. But hey, I've had hundreds of episodes, they wouldn't have so. to do too much
1: research, no, yeah.
0: But yeah, I would say starter baked camembert, it's nice, isn't it? Simple oh, that's and nice, quite that's Tasty. that's like Christmasy yeah. Baked camembert, main course, big lasagna, homemade garlic bread, and then for dessert. I make a really good Malteser cheesecake. Like a really good Malteser cheesecake. Like to the point that people at Christmas will be like, Dave, are you going to do your cheesecake and I'll go, Fucking, well, mm. go on then. <laughs> go on. Or I could make a pretty mean bonoffee as well. And I like oh, bonoffee, yeah. so I mean I would throw I would throw up a up a fucking flick a coin to see. But then I could do scallops, I could do fucking seafood chowder, who knows? Wow. I'm a a I'm a good chef. I, I'm a man who, you know, likes to eat and like to eat good food I in many respects do think of myself as Henry VIII or for any French listeners Henri Loeweat and um, I do think like you know I would enjoy to have been Henry VIII just having banquets Who wouldn't? I mean people who you know maybe are a big at feminists fuck off yeah <laughs> is what I said to them
1: yeah but Henry VIII would be a lot of fun wouldn't it because if they were a meal and they were in Hen- if you're a meal yeah. and you're at that that time of period yeah you're Henry VIII. yeah you, you're living
0: the best life of y- anyone tr- on the planet true but then really? also if 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 you're if Henry's annoyed at you you'll lob your bonds off yeah you know listen Marie Antoinette yep you've a good run. Say ye. There you go. You yeah. fucking. So, yeah, what would you make? Or would you, you, you order in? You strike me as the kind of guy who would get a banquet. Nah, I'm ordering in. Yeah. I'm, I'm ordering in. And like, I don't
1: fucking, cooking's for fucking, uh, not for me. The, the, I would just go to the merchant hotel, nice. hand them a sack of money, and go, make me the nicest three courses you have, uh-huh. and bring it to my house. In All South I'm going to say is,
0: I don't think the merchant is the best. For delicious food. I have no No
1: idea. I I don't dine out in Belfast or anything like that. Unless it's Nando's or Brugeum.
0: But you do eat out.
1: I I know. I eat out many times a week. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We do know. (laughs) Next question. Dave has asked your top five movies or T V shows, Dave. I'll go first. My movies. I think Inception Mm. is one, Sin City is one. The Great Escape would be there. Vintage. I also really like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love it a lot. And then one I always watch a lot is Home Alone. I have to watch it every year and it's a great film. That's good.
1: That's a good. But I mean, asked. it's hard to pick your all-time favorites. Uh, there's too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Dumb and Dumber,
0: the original. Mm-hmm. I like Grease. I like... Yeah, me and Catherine argue about this because she calls it Grease. But I, for annoyance reasons, call it Grease. Grease. That's but all right. G- grease. And she's like, why are you talking
1: like that? And I'm like, well, because I don't know you. Well, Grease is the way you would say it then. I like uh, the Avengers movies. Yeah. I like the, the endgame ones. They're really good. Uh, I don't know what else. That, that's my... Showgirls. That's <laughs> another good film. <laughs> I don't know if it would be my top five. Maybe when I was 14. Yeah. It was in my top yeah, five. But what about TV shows then? What are your... Power Rangers? Power Rangers for nostalgia. Yeah. yeah but I wouldn't want. I, like, I haven't watched an episode of Power Rangers in, like... Six or seven years, I'd say. Yeah. Um, uh, 90 Day Fiancé.
0: I mean, there, yeah, was one of the to it's a big, a good
1: show. Big, big show yeah. in my repertoire. Um, um, I used to love a show called Supernatural, but it ended. It was about yeah, two Supernatural sexy did. guys.
0: Yeah, did well, didn't it?
1: Two sexy guys chasing ghosts. It was very enjoyable.
0: Supernatural? Did Ben mm. like that? No, he liked Team Wolf. That was oh, a what show a he fucking... Said. He enjoyed What is he, Team a 12-year-old girl? Yeah, I mean, yes, he is, actually. That's yeah, yeah, Because, I mean, whatever he identifies with, he's welcome in, the, in uh, my uh, world. Oh, absolutely. Shows I watch a lot match of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like my. But I don't know why. Cause I fucking support Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Dexter New Blood. I've been watching it. I like the Have Dexter series. It. I didn't like the last couple of seasons, but I loved it mm-hmm. at one point. The Sopranos. I'm big into it at the minute. It's a good show. Never seen it. Um, comedy wise, comedy The Office. Shows? I love The Original Office. Haven't even watched The American Refused to. Right. Uh, just because I'm stubborn. And then Peep Show. Love that. Mm. Always find it very enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm into a lot of things, you know, I like, I like to watch TV, I like to watch series I like Power, did you ever see that? Even though I'm not, no. a, yeah a Lot of boobs and that I'm a big fan of those, mm-hmm. I love uh, murder documentaries, I love yeah. all those You were a big Tiger King fan weren't you? Huge Yeah Did you see the second one? I haven't of you Oh yeah, all is it good? Or uh, is it just like is it like season two of Making a Murderer where they've just gone? There's money to be made here. Oh well, yeah, totally. And that by the way, that's
1: what's going to happen with Squid Game as well, because like Netflix yeah. will just rush. Anything but the thing about
0: the, the guy who wrote Squid Game was like, you think I, he's got integrity? And he was like, I don't have another series. That's all I wrote.
1: Well, he does now. Yeah. Because they've already announced that there's going to be a season mm-hmm. two. So I like he's like, I don't have another series, and then Netflix shake a bit of money, and he's like, yeah. actually, guys. But like mind. he hadn't
0: read, written this, so he shit himself. Like, oh bollocks, I need to come up with this.
1: He, he'll figure. Uh, it. Um, um, but I, uh, yeah, so I watched, uh, it, it is similar. to make an order to
0: work? Or Marcella? I like it. I haven't seen Marcella. That's good. The, uh, the, but. Oh, fuck me in the arse and call me Charles Bronson. Alright, Charles. Luther. Oh, that's a fucking that great show. Is that about the Luther. devil no? Pardon? Is that about the devil no? No, Luther, that's, you're thinking of, uh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Luther is Idris Elba. Oh, Great right. show. Another Idris Elba classic is The Wire. Right, i So many seen good that. TV shows. There is a lot. Gamthronish from Irish listeners, another show I like, but I don't think it's the upper echelons, but it was fucking great. Mm. It was great. Mm. And it ended just weirdly. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Every, you name a series that ended amazing. Everyone's bitter about the end of like a, of, of not a series, but like a show. You know? Yeah, you think
1: no one's ever happy or satisfied. No, because
0: it's very rare. Like, The Sopranos, people are like, why the fuck did it end like that? Yeah. Game of Thrones, what the fuck? Everyone's like that. But if you think about an arc of anything, any story, starts, it peaks in the middle. Yeah. And concludes. So the conclusions are never going to be. True. You know, like, so there we are. That's well, a bit of insider, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jay has said, "As you plan to leave a full time job, do you reckon your employer will get you anything nice? If you could receive a gift of recognition for your service, would you prefer a carriage clock or gift vouchers? Well, gift vouchers, mm-hmm. but I mean, I would like, I would, I would like a plaque that right. says you have been the most inspirational member of staff for thirteen years. That's a good plaque. Yeah. I think that's well earned. I mean, I'm probably one of the most infamous members of staff. Let's be fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would definitely like something to celebrate me." Um, Dina said, as a young sly guy, what Christmas present did you desperately want, only you'd be sorely disappointed on Christmas Day? I'm gonna say I got everything I ever wanted, I'm a big fat little Lord Fauntleroy and I get spoiled. The one thing I will say, I, w- I got the Thunderbirds Tracy Island <laughs> for Christmas one year, which do you know what that is? It's uh, I know what the Thunderbirds it, is, that Tracy Island is... Oh my days, it is their home. Their hub, yeah. But my fuck, see that toy? The greatest toy. Ever like all the Thunderbirds, all their wee ships and all fit in it. But you could like press a button and it would like fucking open a wee secret garage. You bring out Thunderbird two and then you fucking pull back a swimming pool and up comes Thunderbird one. It was elite level toys. Like I hate to sound old, but they don't make toys like that anymore. Like I saw mm. Tracy Island in Smiths recently because now I have to go to these places because of children. I love um, but by fuck. It's not as good, mm. not as good as my like my one's a bit of metal and all. Uh,
1: this one's all plastic, yeah. cheap,
0: shite, load of shite. See, but what I will say, Santa left a bit of coal into the into the wee secret garage part, which I didn't like uh. because I was like Santa, why'd you be a dick? Mm. Just don't give me the present if you're going to be an arsehole. Yeah, you know. Whereas nowadays, with um, uh, the way the world's gone, recessions, the Great Depressions, other things. Coal be useful. Heat your house. So Santa maybe needs to think about giving people other things.
1: Who uses coal anymore? Like you know what does? Santa
0: should give kids instead of coal? Go on. Chinese burns, mate. Right. He should come down to the gym then and just go, yeah, and they're sleep. <coughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, Sharon. Oh yes. <laughs> Sharon said, My partner and I have names. No. For the regulars at the gym whose names we don't actually know, sex man. He has phone sex while working out, which I mean. Maybe a business guy, but like, how can you be like pumping out and? You'll be doing that just to stay productive. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's doing. Um, and every day, man, which is the same clothes every day, even inside or outside the gym. Tall guy, etc. Is there anyone you made up a name for? I if we're talking the gyms, I did when I was younger. I went to a, to a sporter at the Hollywood Exchange, and there was a guy who worked there in the um, in the cafe, and me and my friend Darren called him Tub. T U B, which stands for the ultimate beast. He was a big jack guy, just fucking <laughs> making lattes, but being too jacked to be making lattes. And then they got a personal trainer in who was of a similar jacked stature to tub, the ultimate beast, but smaller. Mm. <laughs> so we called him Tubalicious. Right. Um so hold on. There's Billy and he just said let me come on up. Is the door open? Hello? Hello, I am here. Right, is the door open? Um, Give it a rattle. Yeah, it's opposite the arm patch. Yeah, tell me if the door. If not, I'm just I'm just wrapping the pod. So if 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 it's locked, I'll be down two minutes. All right. Cheers, bye. Um, William Thompson. So, so we were talking yeah. about uh, nicknames. So yeah, Tub Tublicious. Then oh, also also Miss, mm. which any gym you go to. So if just the most beautiful woman in the gym just Miss whatever gym Miss D W. Right, Miss uh, Fitness First, Mrs. Sporta, mm. you know, Miss David Lloyd, um, and then also there's a guy, who I knew his name was Sam, but that was it. So, so is however, right? He always went to the swimming area, afterwards, and let's just say he was known as Sam Package. Sam didn't wear, <laughs> very. It wasn't, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't Speedos he wore, it mm. was like, you know, the short Speedos, the shorts, but yes, Speedos, yes, yeah. so Christopher said, what's worse, sea swimmers, or people who make Instagram accounts for their pets, mm. I mean, I think it's people with the mindset that anyone gives a fuck about their activities, enough to set up a page, yeah. there's my dog, just push your dog on your real page. You know? Or sea swim and don't tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last but not least, because William's out in the like cold in the field bags, he's got this disability. Um, Matthew says, Getting married this month, and I've just realised my best man's orders a fillet of fish from McDonald's. I don't know. Uh. Can this man be trusted? In short, no.
1: Yeah, you gotta find I'll step in yeah. I'll be your best man Yeah, there you go Because a random
0: guy mm. Is more trustworthy Than a guy Who you've known for your life yeah. That owns a filet fish Yeah, that's fair The butt man's closed it Thank you very much For stepping into the podcast A pleasure It's been a fun episode pleasure. Hopefully anyone watching On YouTube's not been too put off By the fact that I've just been staring Over here the whole time That's whilst okay While sound has been coming From off the screen Fuck them But listen, fuck them Listen to the audio Take care guys <laughs> See you next week I'm the slack guy